Hey everyone, and welcome to our Dynamite or well, AW Dynamite review and Rampage ramp up. Uh, you guys may know I'm not the host of this. I do not look like I, I do not look like Carly, but uh, she is currently having a lot of uh, like ear problems, so she asked me to step in. So I'm hosting tonight. Uh, last night was the fallout from Double or Nothing. Uh, many would say the best this year or the best of. Dynamite history. Uh, we're going to recap all the matches and segments uh, and the Rampage matches. Then have a little rumor uh, thing at the end. So yeah, the first match was a very uh, dynamic trio of CM Punk and FTR versus Max Caster and the Good Club, Colton and Austin Gunn. Uh, I thought this match was a very of course, CM Punk's botch when he first came into the ring. But besides that, I love the match. Yeah, I agree with that. Being Punk, Punk is champion. It's just so surreal. FTR, even though no one's done anything with them in... Well, even though they weren't on the pay-per-view, I didn't mean to... I was about to phrase it very poorly. But uh, they weren't on the pay-per-view, but they're clearly still loved. Yeah. Um, of course, yep, FTR is gold. Mm-hmm. But- they should have AEW gold along with their two other golds. Oh, I'm uh, betting they will. Uh, I'm betting that the reason Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus retained is so FTR, FTR can beat them. And then from like, FTR, it's going to go to Santana and Ortiz. And then from there, it's going to go to best friends just because of like, all the history each team already has. Like I've been saying it, like, I oh, want yeah, to. You've, you've been calling it. I wanted Team Taz or Swerve and Keith Lee to win, but. I want FTR to win it next. So mm-hmm. I'm glad in one way Jurassic Express won. But yeah, that like that match was a very great match on the pay-per-view. Uh, I didn't know where that was going to go. But yeah, uh, that match was not really a squash match. It lasted at least 10, 15 minutes. Uh, oh, yeah, it got a good amount of time. Of course, uh, CM Punk and FTR won. There was no way they were going to lose. Yeah, uh, wild. <laughs> Uh, but the next segment was, and well, this might go towards the rumors, but uh, just a few minutes ago while I was putting the matches together and everything, MJS, like, MJS promo is not listed on, like, under, under their website. Like with all the segments and stuff, they, they did not mention it. Uh, but of course, uh, MJF had his pipe bomb and it got a lot of people talking. I would think the whole wrestling world. I watched. Oh, him. definitely. Uh, he, uh, well, if you guys know what happened over the weekend, he made history over the weekend, uh, even before Double or Nothing. <laughs> he no showed the fan fest. He almost didn't show up for Double or Nothing. Claim, I don't know if that was true or not, but he got a plane flight to leave Las Vegas. I don't know how true that was, but uh, yeah, he was on Dynamite and basically left everything out out there. Yeah, they've. It feels like they've turned a shoot into a work, and I really do hope that this means MJF is getting paid more. Because uh, I believe it was Sean Rossap was reporting that he was all of these like XWW guys were making like maybe four to five times as much as him, and I don't. I disagree with that heavily. I think MJF is someone who should be paid like he's the top of the card because he like is consistently in the top rated segments of the week, and he's in he. For the last few pay-per-views, it's felt like he's had the best built matches. I don't even felt like I think I objectively he has. But uh 
the only thing I disagree about what he was doing leading up to double or nothing was just how it would have uh, squandered Wardlow's momentum. But I think that standing up for himself is like cool. But yeah, just the Wardlow standing, you, you can't do that to Wardlow. You can't do that to another person. But that promo was insane. Uh, he cut a promo about me, about everyone on wrestling Twitter, voicing their opinions. And I was like, man, this man's spitting right now. And he's just correct on everything. I think, you know, talking about how these XW guys come in and he doesn't get paid as much. He talks about how these people called him unprofessional and then they started cheering for him and he's asking, where were they? (laughs) I think he is just speaking the truth. I don't really know what more to say. What about you? Yeah, basically he was telling the truth. Everything he said, he said, um, the one thing, the one thing that stuck out to me was he said, um, he said, maybe if I was a former WWE star, maybe you you, you would respect me better, uh, or something on the line to that. Yeah, but like everything he said was true. Like him and CM Punk are the two that draw the most ratings. I think. I think last night him and CM Punk usually on every show they they draw the most ratings, and if he makes that many viewers tune in, he should be getting paid a lot more than what they've been saying. Like he's getting paid. I think MJF feels like he's been taken advantage of. Uh, oh, yeah, I feel the same way if I were him. They're, uh, they're using him and want him to draw all the good ratings and stuff, but they're not wanting to pay him for what he's worth. And I can't blame him for that. I probably wouldn't have no-showed FanFest because people paid money for that. Yeah, I, I get that. But I heard that he wasn't in a mental place to, or a good mood to hang out with anyone, but he's never in a good mood to hang out with fans. So, <laughs> But, yeah, that was... Uh, the best promo of this year, probably the best promo in AEW history. Oh, uh, I agree. So it's crazy. Like, think of all the great promos that have been said in AEW. You have uh you have Eddie Kingston Punk, you have MJF and Punk. You've got my personal favorite before before this re- most recent MJF promo was Moxley saying, like, I sat down and I said grace with your mother to Eddie Kingston. That was really intense. But uh yeah. you know, it's just crazy to me. Like this man, twenty six years old, and he he he's right when he said that he's expected to go and hit home runs, and he does. He's he's correct when he says that. Yeah, everything he does, like every like every feud he's been in AEW, seems like it's the main focus of the show. Like him and Cody, him and Wardlow, Moxley, mm-hmm. Darby, like everything he's done, consistently has felt, been the best. Yeah. Has, has felt like the main focus of the show, even though he's not even the world champion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that promo was the best, as we've already uh, been a freeze up. But yeah, uh, the next match, I guess, is Johnny Elite had a match. Uh, his opponent was not revealed. It was a uh, open challenge. And a lot of people have speculations. I was going for Miro, and it was it was Miro. He made his fi- the Redeemer finally made his return to AEW, and obviously picked up the win. But like, I don't think these ever, these two have ever ever went against each other before. Uh, I haven't checked Cage Match to confirm that, but yeah, it feels like a fresh matchup, and it just seems like Miro's like angry at his god now, and he's gonna come find him. And yeah. he no longer. I I really like when he said that. Uh, it's not his neck that is uh, made of sand. It's his broken heart, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I do wonder what you do at this point. 
with I, him. Uh, I think he should definitely work his way back up into the top five. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. But I wouldn't have him face Punk because I feel like Miro yeah. losing to Punk yeah, just, right that just doesn't sit right. Yeah. I would rather him go on to like a feud with, uh, I don't know, QT Marshall, let him whoop them. Like like every week he's I don't know about QT Marshall I don't, like I don't see how he gets more TV time than Brian Cage. I could see Miro. I don't even know what he would do. Sammy, Sammy, like have him dominate. Sammy. Yeah, you're right. And Just then, have Sammy get beaten up for like the next year until hopefully you can turn him face. But he can never challenge for. Oh, he's going to challenge for it again probably. But well, uh, it's just uh, it's just during Sky's reign, I believe. No, uh, but. I think he should definitely work his way back into the TNT Championship and uh, win it again. But uh, I also see him as a future AEW World Champion. Uh, maybe not. Oh, definitely. Th- not this year or next year, but definitely soon. I could see him being a World Champion in AEW. I could see in if MJF stays twenty twenty five. If MJF leaves twenty twenty four for Miro being champion. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, Miro, I would. Sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but if I'm Tony Khan, I'm trying to think of a feud to build for Miro for Forbidden Door. And for me, I think the best choice is Ishii. Yeah, that would be good. Um, Oh, speaking of Forbidden Door, we didn't talk about uh, Tanahashi appearing. Oh, yeah. I I had that written down, too. Uh, Let's go back to CM Punk's match. Uh, Like After the match, Tony Schiavone came out, I think, I don't think it was Shivani. Oh, no, I think it was Shivani. CM Punk uh, was in the ring with FTR. Yeah, yeah, and they went, and he wanted to know who his opponent was, and then uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi kind of well, yeah, made his AEW debut. And well, that, I mean, he in I think it was last year or maybe two years ago, he uh, was a video message for Chris Jericho's birthday. So in person uh, <laughs> debut. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's been announced for Forbidden Door. CM Punk versus Tanahashi. I, I saw. Well, I'm gonna say that for the end for the rumor part because there was because there was a. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's like basically a rumor that the stipula- the uh, stipulation of that match. But yeah, oh, I haven't heard anything about that. We'll talk about that at the end, though. Yeah, there's a few things I've seen. Uh, but yeah, uh, Miro won that match, and uh, Johnny Elite's theme song is so good. I don't know why I like it, but. <laughs> Like at the at the beginning of the, of the theme song, I really really like his theme song. But he is not Johnny Elite is not all elite. How's yeah, and for me personally, I don't want to see him signed. That again would just prove MJF's point. But also, you know, that's just another guy that you're going to end up treating like Kazarian. You know, like a mid card face that constantly is being used to put over some heels, almost like a a Tony Nese role or before he joined Undisputed Elite, a Bobby Fish role but except it's just a face. So I'm fine with him not being signed, but him being out. I, would, I do want to see more of him in AEW, just like an on-appearance deal. Yeah, I think this pay-per-appearance deal is best. Like, him, uh, I don't know. Be, he could be in a feud, maybe, but not uh, be signed. But, like, I like the, the, I like the feud. I like the rhythm that they've had with Johnny Impact so far. Uh but yeah, the next match was a ten man tag. Now this was this match was supposed to to include Hangman, Adam Cole, and Jeff Hardy. But uh, I thought it was just Jeff Hardy was injured. But, but but apparently Adam Cole and Jeff Hardy are injured, and Jeff Hardy looked pretty rough at a uh, double or nothing in uh, their tag match. And I've seen that uh, 
ever since his match with Darby, it's really after that match, he's really been sore and hurting a lot. But plus, oh, understandable that, after the bumps yeah. he took there. <laughs> yeah, so he wasn't well, like he was there, but didn't wrestle. Same as Adam Cole, he was there. But they replaced, well, the match was uh, Red Dragon, Young Bucks, and Hikaleu from Impact slash New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's on both, really. Yeah, uh, signed to Impact, though. Or signed, sorry, New Japan. New Japan. Yeah. I'm a fool. Uh, versus Jurassic Express, Christian Cage, Darby Allen, and Matt Hardy. Yeah, Matt Hardy. Uh, this match was crazy. Like, there was, was so much fun. going on. <laughs> there was so much going on. Uh, my favorite spot was when Darby, uh, he did. He did like a suicida on like everyone. But like there were so many good spots in that match. Uh, but I really liked when Hikaleto nearly just fell and broke his neck. Oh yeah, Darby lowered her. That was scary. I didn't like that. I was just I was just kidding about that. But I really like Darby's still. What? Like who did that move on? Uh, like Hikaleto. It was just Darby. Just uh, like. No, he just moved the rope down and like Hikaleo was doing oh. a spot where he fight, he falls out, but I don't think he grabbed one of the ropes so he couldn't really rotate out, but he nearly fell on his head. I think he got his arms underneath him. But for me personally, I like that Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly are or that Darby is like still has that animosity towards Kyle O'Reilly. I thought it was kind of weird that Darby lost that match at double or nothing. So yeah. hopefully at some point Darby can get that win back. Um I think when Sting gets back, they're gonna have the Red Dragon versus Darby and Sting. Oh yeah, uh, probably for Sting to get revenge. But uh, the, but the one of that match was Red Dragon and Young Bucks Nicolaio. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly picked up another one. Uh, like he, like he's been on a roll lately, picking up wins. Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, they won that match. Uh, and then the next match uh, was very tough to choose. It was Wardlow and JD Drake. I really thought J.D. Drake was going to pull it out, man. I really thought he was going to pull it out. <laughs> but no. Oh, but, yeah. Um, that match was good. Uh, Warlow showed uh, – Warlow did do his senton during that match, right? Or am I just yeah. misremembering? Oh. Um, yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, J.D. Drake got no offense whatsoever. I don't oh, yeah. It was a squash match, which is kind of weird for me. I feel like they shouldn't really be doing squash matches right after Wardlow comes off this like dominant moment at double or nothing. I feel like you should immediately strike while the iron's hot, put him into some kind of story. Uh, but I guess I guess that's what they're doing with uh, Mark Sterling and this imaginary like wrestler security guard union. That's kind of that's a really weird choice. I don't agree with that at all. But uh, I really feel like. I don't even know what I'd have Wardlow do. That's the problem. Because you can't have him look like a chump. But you also have a lot of people you can't make look like chumps. Yeah. Um, but it looks like him and Mark Sterling's going to court. Uh, that's what he said. They're going to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of Wrestlers course, court. <laughs> I hope they don't do that thing with, uh, who was it, Otis and uh, Tucker. Oh, I, I I wasn't watching WWE then. I was thinking when Hornswoggle took DX to court. Oh, really? <laughs> we see that with Wardlow. Uh, then that's something to worry about. I like to see him just go into the court and just beat up everyone, beat up the... The judge, the jury, everyone. Uh, something's got to come out of that. Maybe I don't want to see Tony Neeson Wardlow, really. I like I mean, I'd be fine with it. It'd be a good match. Yeah, Tony's would have to lose. 
and I, I do really like Tony Nese as well, but you know, sorry, Tony. It's just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Wardlow, JD Drake, that was a fun match. It showed Wardlow's power and speed. Only beat him with two power bombs. Very short symphony this time. Yep. Um, yeah, Wardlow won that match. And the next segment was the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, basically doing a promo on their match from Double or Nothing. And uh, who was it? Was it Santana and William Regal? No, it was Eddie Kingston and William Regal. Oh, Eddie, Eddie Kingston and Regal. Uh, and uh, William Regal said the famous word that he used to – well, he used to say war games in NXT, but he said, he finally said it, blood and guts. So mm-hmm. we're going to get part two of Jericho Appreciation Society versus Blackpool Combat Club in war game and, and blood and guts this time. And I feel like the, they'll win this match. Yeah, I think uh, Blackpool Combat Club is going to win this one. This one. Then I'll need one more match to sell the tiebreaker, I guess. But uh, I would, I hope that they do that because they didn't do that for the Inner Circle versus Pinnacle feud. They just did a stadium stampede. Or they did a War Games first, and then a stadium stampede, and then it just really fizzled out. They didn't do another uh, five versus five. But personally, I would do a probably just a normal elimination tag match. Yeah, that would be good. Because um, we've only seen then, one so far in AW: Dark Order and Hangman versus the Elite. Yep. Yeah. Um, then Chris Jericho and this is—I uh, don't know what to think about this, but Santana uh, Jericho wasn't isn't going to do the match unless Santana. It was uh, Ortiz, yeah. Ortiz, unless they go against each other in a hair versus hair match. Uh, the match is going to happen, but because they've already promoted it, but. So Jericho is going bald, it looks like. Um, I think that, yeah, I agree. Jericho should lose this match against Ortiz, which, well, part of me was thinking maybe Jericho wins and Ortiz gets shaved. But really it's weird because Santana has always been treated, like he's always had a bigger response than Ortiz did in their tag team, even though I, I love Ortiz. He's great. But I do hope that he Ortiz wins this just so like he can be like, hey, I can also go which would be pretty cool. I would also like to see Jericho go bald and he comes out every week in a different wig, claiming it's his real hair that he's able to change because he's a wizard. So, you know, that'd be cool. But yeah, I do hope Ortiz wins, but I have a feeling Jericho's going to win. Uh, It looks like Connor is freezing. You good, Connor? Okay, well... Looks like that was a no. But anyway, for the next segment, it was Tony Schiavone was interviewing Athena on the rampway. Hey, what's up? You're back. I was just talking about uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing Athena. Yeah, that was the next thing. Uh, but yeah, I got hopes and Ortiz wins that match. Because yeah. if, if he doesn't win, the match isn't happening. Uh, so, so Ortiz has got to win. But yeah, I thought it was still happening. I thought it was just they're just doing the matches a thing. I didn't Jericho, know they had to win. Well, Jericho said that if he doesn't win, they're not getting the match unless. Oh, uh, it's yeah. a he has to win thing. Yeah. So said so. Uh, oh, yeah, he's definitely winning then. Yeah, because the match is happening. Uh, but yeah, the next uh, segment was Athena and Tony Schiavone. Uh, 
it basically set up for this week's rampage uh, and a six woman tag match. Uh, Athena versus Kira Hogan be on rampage. Then uh, Kira, well, Athena and Jade Cargill uh, might be having a match soon because they uh, had a promo and it was a very heated promo too. Yeah, I'm betting that Athena is going to get her match against Jade and Jade is still going to win that. But from there, Chris Statland is going to come out and make the save, and that's when she's going to challenge Jade to a match. And I really hope that this stretch that AEW is about to go on is going to be similar to the one AEW had in, I believe it was July, uh, July, pretty much just starting July of last year, uh, when they started with Road Rager, where Malachi Black debuted, and the product was just phenomenal leading through that rest of the year. I really hope that that's going to start again. It really feels like we're in a new era of AEW with everything. Yeah. Uh, like they announced a lot of things. They announced Road Rager, Blood and Guts, uh, Forbidden Door matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie Rogers says Jade versus Nyla. I would have loved to see that, and I would have loved to see Jade cement her as the the one Goliath of AEW's women's division. But uh, she's, I I think Nyla's number one in the uh, women's rankings. I don't want to see her go for the world title again because she's already had a shot and got beat. So. I thought the best thing would have her go for the TBS against Jade. Yeah, and I would still have her lose that match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the main event was John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia, and this is this was this was one of my favorite matches last night. It went over TV time well, for two minutes, but uh, this match was a very very good match. Uh, John Moxley did pick up the win, but I really thought that uh, Daniel Garcia was going to win that. Yeah, I. I didn't think Daniel Garcia would win it because Wheeler Yuta still hasn't beaten John Moxley, but I did think that they were going to do something similar to how Yuta faced Mox three times. The first one was a squash. The second one was a little bit more competitive than the third one was very competitive. So I bet that that was supposed to be like, I it, Mox was bleeding. So, you know, it was, it was pretty, pretty competitive, but I would not be surprised yeah. if uh, Daniel Garcia eventually beats Mox. But a match that we haven't talked about was uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. I forgot to put that match, but yeah, uh, that match was a very, very good match. Uh, yeah, Britt Baker and uh, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho won this match, right? Um, yes. Then uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter attacked them after the match. And uh, the funny thing was uh, Jamie Hayter grabbed the belt and she had, like she was kind of jealous that yeah, I really, I want them to start building that uh, Jamie Hayter versus Britt storyline, but it feels like it's coming off way too soon because they've just done that with Wardlow. So I think they yeah. need to wait a little bit of time before they start that build again. But it was a very good match. Tony Storm's theme song sounds a lot like Barracuda, and every time I'm like, oh my gosh, did they get Barracuda for it? But no, it's not Barracuda. It's just, it's just very, very inspired by. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this match was a very good match. Uh, and this, and this uh, match got a good crowd reaction. Uh, like, this was awesome chance. Uh, and normally you don't see that for a lot of women's matches in AEW. But they had a very good crowd reaction. Well, I think everyone got a good crowd reaction because they were in Los Angeles. And that was the first oh, one ever been there. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's some of both of the main event and that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I thought this Dynamite was 10, 10 out of 10, I feel like. It was the best Dynamite of this year. Uh Possibly in Dynamite history. I think uh, for me, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Simply because there was no Thunder Rosa. 
there was just another backstage segment of Joe getting beaten up by Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh. Kind of done with that. Yeah, they need to have them have a match between Samoa Joe and. I'm betting that they're saving it for the next Ring of Honor show, but we don't know when that is. Oh, that's also a rumor at the end. Uh, uh, okay, then. But yeah, uh, for Rampage is Friday. Uh, well, yeah, that that pretty much sums up the Dynamite review. Uh, for Rampage this week, three matches are announced so far. The first match is Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. And uh, by the way, Rampage is live this Friday in Ontario, California. Uh, like Rampage will not be taped, it'll be live at regular start time. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, it, the first match is Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks, and it's uh, Athena versus Kira Hogan. And I'm assuming the main event Scorpio Sky versus Dante Martin for the TNT Championship. That'll be a good match. Yeah, I don't think Dante will win, but it should be a fresh no, start to new opponents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully, this TNT title gets taken out of the purgatory soon. Yeah, it, it, I feel, it does look beautiful though. The Lakers colors are, are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, since now we got Sammy out of the picture, that it starts getting back to a prestigious title. Uh, but yeah, that's for rant. Like they'll probably add one more match. Uh, like they normally add like one more match. Like as soon as they, like as soon as uh, like they almost start. Like Tony Khan will add a bonus match or something. But yeah. Uh, Yes, Rampage. Uh, and for the rumors, uh, I guess I'll go with the uh, New Japan and AEW Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Uh, as you, as they announced last night, CM Punk and Hiroshi Tanahashi, the match, uh, well, who was it? Uh, Dave Melter uh, said that he's seen a list of possible matches and one is CM Punk and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW world title. And for the IWGP, like, who's the, who's the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Champion? Isn't uh, It's Okada. Okada versus Hangman Adam Page for the I, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, that match is going to be insane. I think both of these matches are going to be insane and great for two very different reasons. I love Okada's work, and I love Tanahashi's work. Uh Tanahashi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 13 is phenomenal. I'm a huge uh, New Japan fan, so you know, I don't know if you are. Do you watch New Japan much? Uh, not like I do AEW, but I have started watching it a lot more here recently. Too. Well, like I know, like even though I don't watch New Japan full-time, like I know who Hiroshi Tanahashi is. I know who Okada is. I, like I know who almost all the big names are. But uh, like, like here lately, I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of people I don't know uh, as much to get familiar with other people, but like uh, I'll say, the past two months I've been watching a lot of New Japan. Uh, it's I recently good. watched a Kenny Omega and Okada, like they went on for an hour. Uh, which match did you watch? One, two, three, or four? Do you know which one? I couldn't t- tell you which one, but like they went on for an hour. It's very uh, good, yeah. The all I love all four of those matches. My personal favorite is uh, their second match where they had a time limit draw. Yeah, and I also uh, watched AJ and Shinsuke. It was an older match, but was that a uh, Wrestle Kingdom ten? Yeah, phenomenal match. So much better than the WrestleMania match. Yeah, that was overhyped with the WrestleMania mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but yeah, the and uh, also uh, FTR versus Jeff Cobb and what was the other guy's name? Great O'Conn. Yeah, them in a 
them in a street fight tag match. Uh, That's weird that it's a street fight tag match. I'd yeah. much rather it be a normal normal tag match. That's where FTR's strong suit is because they're, you're able to break rules in that match, even though they're faces, so they wouldn't be. But it's just, yeah, street fights just don't seem like uh, their kind of thing. I but, really like them being pure wrestlers. This is just rumors. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Hangman and Okada is going to happen, and maybe that match. Um, but like, there's one match that I would like to see, but it's not a rumor or anything. Uh, like Evil Uno versus Evil. Like, just put it on the buy-in or something. <laughs> Are we talking? I don't want to see Evil. I don't want no House of Torture on my uh, Forbidden Door show. I would love to see Evil Uno versus Toro Yano, though. That would be great. Uh, or Toriano versus Colt Cabana. That'd be fun. But I think this card is shaping up to be insane. And it's amazing that we're not getting just tag matches. We're getting uh, we're getting actual singles matches, which I was kind of scared. Yeah. Uh, what was the other? Oh, uh, the... Uh... The Ring of Honor's next pay-per-view uh, looks like it's going to be Dishonor. Uh, what is it called? Dishonor or Honor? Is that what it's called? Dishonor? Uh, death Before Dishonor? Is that what it is? Yeah, Death Before Dishonor. is supposed to be taking place in Massachusetts uh, in July. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what's been slated for their next pay-per-view for ROH. Uh, but, again, all this is just rumors, well, except for the Punk and like that's confirmed yeah uh, but not for the world title yet but all this is just rumors do not take me for granted do not come to walmart and beat me up do not harass me or anyone else affiliated with this podcast uh i'll throw yeah. hands if you do but yeah uh that that pretty much sums up the datamite rampage ramp up review uh again again carly should be back thursday to be the host of this show because this is her show but i just she want me to take over so we can keep it going but yeah, uh, thank you to Aiden for uh, coming on uh, tonight. Uh, and uh, we'll be back for Rampage tomorrow night at regular start time. And uh, yeah, uh, and, I, and I definitely follow the Always and across all the social media platforms. Link in the description below, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify. And um, make sure to subscribe to the Always on YouTube channel. We're almost at 200 subscribers. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Rampage.